back with an- yet another Roman play. Oh my god. Um, um, Willie Shakes. Yeah, what's going on with Bill? What's happening? He's So we're going back in time a little bit. Um, I love so, that. So, you know, the Julius Caesar and, and um, whatever the other guy's name is, Mark Antony, Antony and Cleopatra. You forgot what J-Lo's ex-husband's name is? <laughs> J-Lo's ex-husband? Is that what? Mark Anthony. Is it really? Well, now you're making me doubt myself. Don't gaslight me. <laughs> I'm sorry. All right, we're getting, from the from the audience, we're getting thumbs up, so I think you're okay. right. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is, so we think Titus Andronicus, which is the play we're doing today, uh, is Shakespeare's first tragedy, one of his first plays. Written somewhere between 1588 and 93. So he would have been a mere babe of 26 years old. Imagine writing this play when you're 26. I'm 27 and I can barely write my own name without like convulsing. <laughs> um, it's Valentine's Day as well. So this is. is a Valentine's this Day special. Va- <laughs> yeah, this is our Valentine's. It's not going to be Valentine's when we release this. But uh, for it us, was it's Valentine's, Valentine's in our hearts. Yeah, um, I, think, I think we picked a pretty good one. Valentine's Day. I'm for very excited. That you'll see very soon. Let's get into it. Let's. All right. Okay, so Titus, this play. who is he? Well, hang on. Oh, fuck. Let me All just right. give you a little bit more about the background of this play. <sighs> so it's also probably collaboration, people think, with this with guy. The, with this butler, the one who, who he stole the ideas of. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the theory. People think that, like, it's he's the butler. He's the butler. No, he's or not like, a butler. Well, no, but like they think the guy who wrote his plays is like this rich lord or whatever. The theory is there's a butler and he stole the butler's plays. <laughs> Where did you hear this? Uh, William Shakespeare subreddit. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's hot. The Reddit's going off. It's going off. It's actually written in tablets. <laughs> I think I've gone back way. <laughs> What is that's like 500 BC stone yeah, tablets, right? So, yeah, like 1500 years, but that's all right. Scrolls, so so yeah, they think he collaborated with this guy called George Peel. Um, and scholars think that because Peel had a bit of a thing for gore and revenge tragedies, Love which it. Titus Andronicus obviously yes. exhibits. Um, and it's pretty normal at this period for playwrights to collab, especially when they're less well known. So, this is one of Shakespeare's first plays, maybe he's kind of like right. you know. Is, he, is it Shakespeare as the main artist featuring George Peel, or is he the featuring? That's the way it gets published later on, but honestly, hard to hard to say at this hard point. We say. don't know for sure that George Peel was involved. The reason they think that is because people fucking hate this play. So <laughs> let, me, let me explain. Um, so it's thought that Shakespeare was like attempting to emulate um, like really bloody um, revenge tragedies that were popular popular at the time. You I was know trying how, like, to be edgy. Well, yeah, like you know how every show is kind of trying to be Game of Thrones now? It's kind of like that. Like people are really into the gore, they're into the tits. Um, that's kind of what's happening at this <laughs> point in time. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of like Shakespeare... Um, selling out early on in his career as he's learning the craft. <laughs> How can you sell out when no one even knows who you are? Well, that's it. You, you can't really. So I think that's why he's gotten away with it. But yeah, but we know Titus was popular when it came out. Um, however, by the end of the 1700s and basically for the like the multiple centuries since then, scholars and critics have hated it. Um, I um, feel like we're about to shit watch a really good bad play. Yeah. Um, and I cannot emphasize enough how much people hate this play. Like, especially people who love Shakespeare. To the point where a lot of them are convinced he didn't write it. But, like, maybe did, like, minor changes on it. Or, like, added stuff. Oh my god, get over it. And then, like, took credit of it. Others are like, it's a parody, you know? 
Now he wrote it and it sucked. All right, yeah. suck my fucking nuts. Yeah. Let's get into this. Who's Titus? He sounds cool. Uh, Titus, unlike our previous two plays, is entirely fictional. Oh. So Titus is not a real guy. Oh. Um, and any resemblances to people living or dead are completely coincidental. But it's set sometime during the Roman Empire, and the fake Roman Emperor has just died. The fake Roman Emperor. <laughs> yeah, well, he's, he's not a real Roman Emperor. Um, and he's leaving his two fake sons, Saturninus and Bassianus, as sort of campaigning. Sorry, one's Saturn and one's Vaseline. Bas- Bassianus. Saturninus and Bassianus. Saturn and Vaseline. Don't worry, it really Got doesn't it. matter. <laughs> um... And they're campaigning with the people uh, to each be elected as his successor. Because for some reason in this version of the Roman Empire, emperors are elected. Um, <laughs> that's the fakest news I've heard so yeah, far from this Yeah, the way it actually play. worked was like, it was past father to son. Of course it was. But, um, but for the most part, emperors didn't actually have their natural born sons inherit. What they would do is like... Uh, a senator they liked or a general or someone uh, kind of under them. A metaphorical son, if well, you yeah, will. Well, they yeah, ad- like, they would like legally adopt them. <laughs> You're like a son to me. Yeah, and then they Literally. would take over. Yeah, so it was, yeah, it was like a way of keeping it hereditary, but also they would just like oh adopt God, the I guy they wanted that to be there. <laughs> so I got distracted just by the word hereditary. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um... Yes, so they're kind of campaigning with the people for whatever reason, you know. Um, Saturninus... Vote for Saturn. I got rings. For, vote for Vaseline. I got Jill. Vaseline is with like a B. Vaseline. Vaseline. Yeah. All right, Vaseline. Okay. Basilisk. Oh my god. Vote for me. I got teeth. I vote for me. I'm a Horcrux. Oh my god. Okay, so Saturninus invokes his rights as the firstborn son and heir. He's like, I should be the emperor because I'm, I'm older you know older and Bassianus the second son is arguing kind of from the position of nah what basically. is his stand <laughs> what does he have to he's not older is he wiser or something yeah that's kind of the point he's like more virtuous he's has better political <gasps> acuity is or whatever Arthur versus Tommy yeah a little bit a little bit <laughs> peaky blinders sorry guys all right so in this uh where at what the fuck am I? Where are we? right. we're just at the sons like in their yeah, like so school they're camping kind of like, vote for me um so a tribune of the people i think we ran across some tribunes in the previous oh, place there's always tribunes um like some sort of official i didn't learn what a tribune exactly was then and i still haven't it's fine this guy's named marcus andronicus so he's actually titus's brother <gasps> um so he announces that the people have elected Titus Andronicus what? to the throne instead what? of these two guys. Titus is a great general who spent the last 10 years of his life and has lost 20 sons. Don't worry, he has more. Excuse me, 20 sons? Yeah, he's... Okay, he's each fucking. load doesn't count, all right? Yeah. <laughs> How old would you say Mr. 20 Sons is? Um, I would say, like, late 50s, early 60s. Oh my god, he's ancient yeah, how is he still really alive how is um, he still shooting anything but dust <laughs> oh my goodness uh, anyway so he spent the last 10 years of his life campaigning against rome's enemies and most lately that's been the goths and that means like germanic tribes um but you can imagine them as like goths if you want yeah is They're he just goth. going if you're not roman you're not Good. What? <laughs> How do you campaign against enemies? Just like oh, so like war campaigns, like oh, them. oh. Yeah, I bad. thought you meant like a no, vote no, no. For sorry, me. that's confusing. <laughs> I the, hate you because <laughs> the other guys are campaigning for votes, but Titus is campaigning for yeah, death. For deaths, yeah. 
Um, so he he's back. He enters the trumpets and hoo-ha. He's dragging behind him his captives. Oh. Um, remember how, like, Julius Caesar was going to drag Cleopatra through Rome when he conquered Egypt? And yeah, that was why, so like, rude. she killed herself? Yeah. So this is a the thing they do, and it's true. They did this in history. Um, so Titus is dragging behind him Tamora, <sighs> a hot queen of the Goths. I guess they're like, there's not a lot to do. In Rome. And there's not really TV. That is TV. Yeah, exactly. Um, kind of when parade, you say so. dragging, are you being like dramatic or is she literally on the ground, <laughs> like um, face think, down on the dirt? No, I think she's walking, but she's definitely in chains and is maybe like a, attached to a horse or something. So, okay. you know. Um, attached. Attached to a horse. <laughs> Just, like, emotionally attached to a horse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so he's got dragon behind him, Tamora, hot queen of the goths. All right. Hot queen of the goths. Yeah, got her it. three shitty sons. Yep. And her vassal, Aaron the Moor, What's one of it? Shakespeare's five canonically black characters and the only one that matters, black. apart from Othello. What's his name? Aaron. Aaron. And, uh, what is he to them? He's, he's like, uh, in her service. It's unclear exactly, like, okay. what his position is. Just say is. slave and we can move on. Uh, they're fucking. <laughs> so I um, don't think it's like that exactly. I think don't. he's more of a, you know, like Antonio was in the Duchess a of A valet. Yeah, like a valet. <laughs> a valet that you can fuck at. Yeah. All right. So we got Goth Queen Helena Bonham Carter and her three shitty sons, all Johnny Depp in different movies <laughs> that he's done. Yes. Yes. That's appropriate. And and yeah. And her and her uh, vassal. I've said Aaron. The Canonically movie. black. Let's do. Ooh. Let's do Tay Diggs in Chicago. Nice. Right. Nice. Love da, it. Da, 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 da. <laughs> okay. So, um, so according to Titus, the Roman custom demands that Tamora's eldest son be ritually sacrificed in exchange for the lives of Titus's dead kids. But he has 20 dead children. Yeah. So one. One for 20. One for 20. Oh, good deal. Um, Tamora's still distraught though. She pleads with him. She appeals to his sense of honor. She's like, why should my son be punished for valiant fighting in his country's cause? You know, just like yours. We're fighting in their country's cause. Uh, She's like, how is it less honorable for Goths to defend their home than the Romans? How do you spell this Goths? Is it literally G-O-T-H? Literally the same. Oh, yeah. I fucking love it. All right. Now it's relevant. Yeah. Well, I think, the, and the reason is it comes from the same place. So it's Goth is this part of the world. It's like the German area oh, tribes. And then that vampires? goes into like Gothic architecture, which is like an aesthetic style that Dracula. comes from that place. Yeah. And then, um, and then we get the word goth from that, from like Va- vampires. <laughs> All right. From, so yeah, who's her oldest exactly. son? Her oldest shitty Johnny Depp son. Let's say his character from Blow. <laughs> sure. Right. He's about to die, so it really yeah, matter. the character from Blow. Yeah. Um. So, where are we? Um. So she's like, if you want to be seen like the gods, you know, be like them in their mercy rather than punishing. But he leaves her on scene, and he slaughters her eldest. He's like, I heard what you have to say, and I still just want to kill your son. Yes. Sorry. Not sorry. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> so, so she's upset in the background while Marcus offers Titus the crown. Mar- uh, Marcus, Titus's brother. Yep. Thanks, but, bro. Yeah. But Titus is like, little old me, like he literally says, he's too old. 
Um, which he is. He's like a hundred in their their times. Yeah. So the rest of them are like, well, who then? And Titus is like, well, Saturninus should be emperor because he's the emperor's oldest son. Uh So with Titus's um, blessing. Yeah. Saturninus becomes the emperor and he returns the favor by asking for the hand of Titus's only daughter, Lavinia. Uh, Oh, God, that's a common name back then. Mm. Uh, Is it? Who else is named Lavinia? There's some bitch, I swear. Yeah, it's... There's uh, some bitch named Lavinia. It's Matthew's fiance from Downton Abbey. I'm gonna shit myself. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. See, it's so common back then. <laughs> Lavinia. <That's>, remember, <laughs> she, like, dies of the Spanish flu. Spoilers yeah. for Downton Abbey. Oh, yeah, spoilers for Downton Abbey. <laughs> but, yeah, she does, and she's like, Mary, Lady Mary, instead, I give you my dying blessing. Yeah. Also, Daddy, give him the money. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly. So this is that same kind of character. Oh, really? No. Oh. <laughs> sort of. Look, you'll see. <laughs> you'll um, see. <laughs> so, Commercial break. So Saturninus is like, I will marry Lavinia. And Titus is like, cool. And Lavinia's sense. like, great. Well, little does he know, Lavinia is already <gasps> secretly engaged to the second son, Bassiano. <gasps> yeah. Um, so Bassianus is like, sorry, I called dibs, bro. And he spirits her away, leaving Saturninus feeling very silly and looking for someone to take it out on. Oh, no. Who's there? Titus is aghast and tries to get his sons to drag Lavinia back. But it turns out all his sons are like Bassianus's groomsmen or whatever. (laughs) They're all his pals. (laughs) They're like, nah, dad, I don't think so. Yeah, so they stand between Titus and the couple, which makes crazy old Titus strike down one of them in his rage. Uh, specifically mucus. First of all, ew, mucus. <laughs> Muteus. Yeah, so mucus. Like yeah. Oh, like mutiny. Oh my gosh. Um, strike <laughs> down. Do you mean like dramatic? Like, oh, he slapped them, then he fell. Or did yeah. he kill him? He killed him. <laughs> so that's why he's got 20 dead sons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, it's entirely possible that he killed all of them. <laughs> At least one or two. At least a couple. He's got so many, though. He's still got like five. Yeah, they all, they're all like Titus 1, Titus 2. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so Mucius is killed. Dead. Goodbye. Yes. The rest of the sons are like, Dad, can we bury our brother in the family tomb? And Titus is like, no, only good obedient sons get to be buried in the family tomb. <laughs> Dad, there's no one in the family tomb. And you've been play- paying like a really big premium on us. <laughs> no, dude, there's like 20 people <laughs> at least. No, because the only good tomb. sons. Oh, oh, right, right, right. He killed all those sons. <laughs> so, well, that's how he keeps it. Like, there's only five places. So he's got to be really <laughs> Why did he get after. such a big mausoleum? <laughs> Okay, but they wear him down, so Mucius finally gets buried in the by now very cramped and crowded family yeah. tomb. It's just a big pit. It's just, just a pit, the family it's tomb. <laughs> it's a mass um, Anyway, Saturninus is still pissed. Yep. Mainly at Titus. Um, Why is he pissed well, at that? For killing like, a bro. Well, no, for like offering his daughter and then, oh. and then you know, well, reneging, I guess. Did Titus really offer his daughter or did Saturn guy just go, yo, I'm marrying your daughter? Yeah, it was basically that. But yeah. he still feels like you know, hard done by by Titus specifically. Oh, no. Did someone not get their fake bride? (laughs) Yeah, I don't think he's meant to... You're meant to like Saturninus. I think, yeah, that's that's what Shakespeare wants you to think about him. So, yeah, he's pissed. So he tries to... So he figures that the thing to do that would upset Titus the most would be to take Tamara, the queen of the hot goths, as his empress instead. Ah. Yes, and she's like, hey, this could be a good thing for me. Um... 
And she turns out to be a schemer and tells him to publicly forgive Titus and his sons, uh, promising Saturninus that she's got a plan to exact revenge on all the Andronici. Or the, the uh, Andronicuses. Like and- Andronici. <laughs> Andronici, yeah. Andrun. Okay, and she says this. She says, I'll find a day to massacre them all. Nice. And raise their faction and their family, as raises in burn to the ground. Fuck yeah. Uh, the cruel father and his traitorous sons, who I sued for my dear son's life, and let them know what it is to let a queen kneel in the streets and beg for grace in vain. Well, to be fair, she lost a son. Yeah. But Titus also lost a son of his own doing, but yeah, if you know. really like want to tally them. Yeah, if they're just defending their home and he's the one invading, then it's kind of, feel like it's his fault. It's a him problem. I feel like it is. Anyway, okay. She's scheming. She's Saturn's scheming. Well, like, what? He sounds like an idiot. He sounds like, he is, um, yeah. he is, uh, you know who he is? Who? Do you remember in Mad Men, um, Pete was yeah, his face? Yeah, he's Pete. Absolutely. And she's Alison Brie? <laughs> she, like, evil Alison Brie? Like, Alison Brie playing. Like evil Annie or something. An evil character, I guess. (laughs) Oh, Alison Brie in Promising Young Woman. Yeah, maybe. No, it's Helena Bonham Carter. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about that. Queen of the Goths. (laughs) She is Queen of the Goths. Okay. Who is Saturn? Hang on, let me just think. I need need to conceptualize. Let me think, too. Let me just get to my mind palace. Where are all the hotties? (laughs) All right, is Saturn hot or not? Um, I... Just, he's like, he, maybe Rufus pretty, Sewell. but so supremely shitty that, that it kind of How old are they? How old are these sons? I don't know. How old is anyone in the Roman Empire? Okay. Um, I feel like they're young and stupid, for sure. Young and stupid? Okay. But, that narrows it down. Yeah, but also, like, entitled or fucking... Oh my god, it's James Franco, and the, yes. other, and the other brother is Dave Franco. Nice. Got it. Got it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that works. So wait, who's Titus then? Titus. Oh, anyone. Rufus Sewell. Um, I I know Come that on. uh, Anthony Hopkins played him. Oh, okay. And yeah. all his sons are just like oh, Edward and Norton. Person, I think Saturninus was actually oh shit. Um, Alan Cumming. Nah. Hmm. Which is, like, a bit too dastardly. That's too... I don't think he should be dastardly as much as, like, a bit of a doofus. Yeah, that's too camp. If it's yeah. Alan Cumming, what's he gonna do? <laughs> okay. Anthony Hopkins is Titus, and all his, like, hundreds of sons are just <laughs> Edward Norton in different roles. <laughs> all right, all right. Shall we continue? We shall. All right. So, she... So, after she says that, Tamora also makes all of the uh, Andronici <laughs> get on their knees and okay. ask the Emperor's forgiveness. So she's like, now you get to beg in the street. And did they? They did. Oh. Uh, and Emperor Saturninus closes Act 1 by rubbing his new hot wife in everyone's faces, metaphorically. Like, nuzzling her and shit in front of yeah. everybody. <laughs> and everyone's like, get a room. And he's yeah. like, this whole town is my room. And they're I'm like, Emperor, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he says, this day shall be a love day, which is Valentine's. <laughs> It's a love day. Um, And he invites everyone to the court for a feast. And then Titus uh, invites them to go hunt a panther tomorrow as a show of good faith. Fun. So everyone's making friends again. Okay. So at the top of Act 2, we finally get to meet Aaron. (gasps) Tay Diggs in Chicago. Okay. Yeah. So he's been hanging around in the shadows during this whole thing. But once everyone's gone, he comes out to hang out with the audience. Nice. I love uh, that. He's stoked that Tamara is now the Empress. Um, he's planning on riding her coattails to of Easy course. Street, especially because they are lovers. Ooh la la, as I said before. 
Secret lovers. Mm-hmm. Uh, his soliloquy, though, is interrupted by Tamara's sons, Chiron and Demetrius. Oh, my God. Who have left the party to go have a quick knife fight with each other oh. <laughs> over Lavinia. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Demetrius gets a good insult in, actually. He says, go to have your lathe. That means sword. Uh, go to have your lathe glued within your sheath till you better know how to handle it. <laughs> oh, he and did not. He did. <laughs> and as you know, sword also means penis. So, you know, because it shakes it. Yeah, um, it shakes <laughs> um, Okay. So that guy that made the that comment, Dimitri or whatever. Yeah, Dimitri's. Yeah, Dimitri from Anastasia. He can be... <laughs> Now, these guys are the shittiest, by the way. I know, I know. I'm thinking the shittiest. Johnny Depp in Willy Wonka. <laughs> and then the other one can be... What's another really annoying Johnny Depp character, aside from all of them? All of them. <laughs> <laughs> Topical. Oh, um, what about that fucking Dark Shadows? Wasn't he a vampire? Oh, he's too old. That one's too old, because he's okay, a vampire. A young, shitty... Well, like, fucking Jack Sparrow? The pirate? Yes. Oh, uh, yes, Alana? From Crybaby. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like a little greaser. Oh, yeah. I'm not as familiar. <laughs> you know who it is? Okay. What? It's Skeet Ulrich. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the other. Shall, oh. I, shall I continue? Or are we good? Are we good? Has everyone. We good? <laughs> okay, we're good. We've got a live audience. It's okay. Hard. Yeah, we do. <laughs> so um, she's super hot. Lavinia is. And they both want her, I guess. <laughs> There's no other girls, it sounds. It's all yeah. just the Andronikai and their mm-hmm. mom and Lavinia. No, no, no. Whose mom? The, oh, Tamara. The, yeah, the she, Johnny Depp's yeah, moms. Yeah. No, the Andronikai's mom is dead, I have to assume. She just... She hit birth too many times. There's only so many times you can shoot a human out of you. <laughs> but I'm assuming that not all his sons are from the same woman. Like... Uh, you'd have to hope, wouldn't you? I mean, I have no idea. It's never addressed. Well, that's unfortunate because that's the real story okay. here. So yeah, so these guys fighting over Lavinia. Mm-hmm. Aaron, their stepdad, breaks up the fight and gives them this piece of advice. Okay. He says more than one dude can rape a lady. Oh, true. He's like, yeah. you guys ever thought about gang rape? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And they think this is a wonderful idea. Uh, and they go off to plan it together. <laughs> They're like, okay, you get her front. And I get her back. <laughs> yes. And then we switch. <laughs> Sam! No, it's just bad like, enough. No, not to like rape, just to get. <laughs> okay. But, you, all right, that too, I guess. <laughs> the next day, the hunting party assembles and Chiron and Demetrius reaffirm their plan <laughs> to rape Lavinia. They say, they, like... <laughs> they say they're going to pluck a dainty doe to ground. That's yeah. their little metaphor. They literally look at each other and they're like, rape today? Yeah, rape today. <laughs> yeah. It's on the calendar. Mm. <laughs> like the whiteboard on the fridge. No, and they're like, <laughs> the rape Lavinia question like mark? And, <laughs> and they're like, no, nah, I can't do that. They are raping that maid in the other room. Mm. My goodness. Yikes. It's like... Aaron follows... Too real. Aaron follows a little ways off, hidden from the rest of them, uh, and lets the audience in on his plan. <gasps> What's his plan? This is what he says. He that had wit would think that I had none to bury so much gold under a tree and never after to inherit it. What? He's burying gold he's in a tree? a bunch like, of gold under a tree. And like Animal Crossing style and yeah. hoping it blooms into a money tree? <laughs> no, but he's saying that some if you saw what he was doing, if a stranger saw what he was doing, they would think he was crazy. 
that he's burying a bunch of gold and it's not for him. He's not going to keep it. And then he says, let him that thinks of me so abjectly know that this gold must coin a stratagem, which cunningly affected will beget a very excellent piece of villainy. I'm sorry, I can't speak. Okay, so... So he's like, this is all part of the plan. He's is the gold a metaphor? He's not actually burying gold. No, in he's the literally burying gold. What a stupid And bitch. he's telling you that it's part of a villainous plan. And okay. he's like, hello, I'm the bad guy. So while he's twirling his mustache, mm-hmm. uh, Tamora enters and they make out a little. She wants to fuck right there, but he's like, hold on, oh, bitch. I'm hold doing on, crimes. I'm burying the gold. My hands yeah. are dirty. <laughs> um, and he gets her to deliver a letter to Saturninus. Ooh. what it say? Uh, you'll find out. Oh, fuck. Yeah, he goes off and he leaves Tamara there. But as luck would have it, Bassianus and Lavinia, who have also gone off alone, spot Aaron and Tamora making out. <gasps> And they, uh, and they approach her after he's gone to read her to filth about it. <gasps> and even cutesy little Lavinia is, like, surprisingly bitchy and coarse about the whole thing. Did they say the N-word a lot? <laughs> no, I don't think that word existed back then. They called him a moor. A what? A moor. M-O-O-R-E. Which oh my refers God, to, like... the M-word? Yeah. Sandy, you can't <laughs> say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, it refers... Because it comes from the, um, the Moorish invasion of Spain. I think it was, like... A medieval um, uh, kind of exodus of people from North Africa into Spain. Yeah. And then, like, a whole civilization that, like, conquered shit. So that's, like, they're identified as that kind of, as, like, a nation almost. Yeah. Unfortunately, Chiron and Demetrius arrive on the scene and stab Bassianus to death. What? Supposedly in defense of their mother's honor. <gasps> they to... just stabbed fucking little Dave Franco? Yeah, they did. He's gone. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no. So when Tamora wants them to stab Lavinia too, they're like, hold up, Ma. We hold have up. other plans for her. We have other stabbing yeah. plans. Uh, Lavinia begs Tamara, uh, and I'm going to quote that here. Okay. Tis present death I beg, and one thing more, that womanhood denies my tongue to tell, or keep me from their worse than killing lust, and tumble me into some loathsome pit where never man's eye may behold my body. Do this and be a charitable murderer. She's like, just kill me now, please. Don't let them. Don't let them... Don't let them rape me. Yeah, don't let them try out their new stratagem on me. <laughs> yeah. And Tamora replies, So should I rob my sweet sons of their fee? <gasps> no, let them satisfy their lust on thee. Yeah. She's not an ally. She's not an ally. She's like, don't think I will. Yeah. Boys, women how about it? selling out women. Oh my god. Helena Bonham same... Carter. Yeah. Story. Tale as old as time. <laughs> so... <laughs> Ugh. Beauty and the non-ally. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut back to Aaron, uh, who is leading Titus's sons, Quintus and Martius, to oh. a place where he claims the panther is asleep. You know how they're all hunting a panther? Yep. Um, except Martius falls right into a big hole in the ground that Aaron <laughs> prepped earlier because Aaron is a wily coyote. Oh my god, and everyone's just a roadrunner. <laughs> Did he paint like a hallway on the? Yeah, he literally just like slapped the hole on the ground like a big, like a big black dot. Um, yes. So the hole is filled with blood and Bassianus's dead body. Uh, where did Tay Diggs get all that blood? From Bassianus, I have to assume. Oh, they Remember, just squeezed yeah, him dry in there. Okay. Yeah, just wring him out like a sponge, <laughs> and then just leave, leave him to steep. So, um. 
So Martius is in the hole and Quintus is outside the hole. Okay. And uh, and Martius is like, fucking Bassianus is down here. And Quintus is like, how do you know it's Bassianus if it's so dark down there? <laughs> and Martius is like, because of his signet ring. You know, like in Dune? <laughs> like in Dune? No, I don't, because I haven't seen it, Sandy. You gotta watch it. It's my oh, favorite. It goes for like four hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, isn't that great? <laughs> oh, yeah, so um, it's it's just... dark in the hole, but, but he can it, tell who it is. has a signet ring, like in Dune. <laughs> and it, which is apparently so shiny, it reflects the light around the hole, which is kind of silly, in my opinion. Oh my god, it's a Green Lantern ring. Yeah, and this is the passage, because I, I included it because I thought it was dumb. Please. <laughs> Upon his bloody finger, he doth wear a precious ring that lightens all the hole. Which, like a taper in some monument, doth shine upon the dead man's earthly cheeks and shows the ragged entrails of the pit. So he's like, the ring is so shiny. So the sun has caught the ring. It's a lamp, yeah. No, it's like a magnifying glass. It's like burning him a little. Stupid green lantern ring. So Quintus, he's the guy outside the hole. He acts like a little bitch for like four straight stanzas, actually. He's like, I'm scared. Four straight stanzas. He's like, I am surprised with an uncouth fear. A chilling sweat runs overruns my trembling joints. My heart suspects more than mine eyes can see. So he's just being a little Yeah, bitch, but it's basically. like, he's not even the one in the fucking hole. Yeah, exactly. And the other guy's like, help me. Like, I'm in a hole. So um, he finally tries to help his brother get out of the hole. Did but they he fall? Actually, he falls <laughs> That always happened. Did he not tie like his? He didn't do like a string no, tied somewhere. No. And the line that he says is, um, as he's like trying to help him out of the hole, he says, "Thou canst not come to me. I come to thee." Then so, that usually gets a laugh because then he immediately falls in the hole. Oh, so it's a slapstick. It is a bit slapstick. A wise like, a guy. Lot of, huh? Yeah, a lot of this plays pretty funny actually, and I think it. I think it is intended to be. <laughs> I told you, it's a Shakespeare mm. shit watch. Yeah, exactly. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> exactly. Okay, so... All right, um, they're in the hole. Dave Franco's there. Yeah. His blood is there. His okay. cool high school football ring is there. <laughs> yeah. Um, Aaron then leads Saturninus, Emperor Saturninus, to the pit, where Tamora hands him the letter that Aaron had previously written. Um, like, this is the one I prepared earlier. Um, and it implicates Quintus and Martius as Bassianus' murderers. <laughs> so he's like, these stupid bitches fell into their own hole when they murdered bitches. And they wrote this incriminating letter. And they're like, they're going to pay some hunter, like a whole bag of gold to do it. And then Aaron is like, the over gold. here by the tree. And he's like, oh, my gracious lord, here's the bag of gold. And Did that's... someone say buried gold? Yeah, and that's usually played for laughs as well. Because he's just like, ooh. <laughs> um, here's the bag of gold, yeah. All right. So the gold is taken as proof that Titus's sons were going to, yeah, like I said, pay a huntsman to kill Bassian. But they're so dirty in the hole. <laughs> they're not, yeah. Anyway, Titus tries to bail them out, but apparently bail is set too high. Um, and they are taken away by Saturninus to await execution. Oh. Yes. Okay, how many sons does he have left now? <laughs> I think just one. <laughs> oh. Well, he yeah. did kill one. <laughs> if he didn't yeah, kill that one, he'd exactly, have more. Yeah. Kind of on him at this point. A little bit on him. <laughs> Um, so everyone else gone, Chiron and Demetrius enter with the poor deflowered Lavinia. Oh no. Whose hands and tongue have been cut off <gasps> to prevent her from naming them as perpetrators of Why the crime. Why were her hands cut off? So she couldn't write the names. Can She can point at them with her stump. <laughs> yeah, I guess. She can write it on the sand with her toes, one set of footprints Jesus mm, carried hold her. Hold that thought, hold that thought. 
Um, productions always go ham on the makeup for this as well. It's always like a massive shock. I have no doubt the Elizabethans also gave it their all as well. It always looks fucking gnarly when they bring her out with her like fucking blood everywhere. So Demetrius, uh, they, they're very mean to her. Demetrius says, so now go tell. And if um, thy tongue can speak, who, what, who was that cut I, thy tongue? Sandy, I don't think you can say someone was very mean <laughs> to someone when they've raped her and mutilated her. You don't think that's me? <laughs> I think that's pretty mean. <laughs> Way to downplay it. <laughs> yeah, so Demetrius says to her, so now go tell, and if thy tongue can speak, who twas that cut thy tongue and ravished thee? So they're basically teasing her. Yeah, they're like, ho, oh, oh. And Kyra says, write down thy mind, beray thy meaning so, and if thy stumps will let thee play the stumps. Yeah. They're so rude. They're so mean. And so... they insult her a bit more before abandoning her to bleed out in the woods. Okay. Uncle Marcus, um, Marcus Andronicus. Uncle Marcus. Um, Wait, hang on. The I wanna... Tribune. Okay. You want to pick? Anthony Hopkins okay. is Titus. Yeah. Who would be related to him? Is, um, he a, is he a dick or is he like... He's kind of... Uh, why don't I tell you what he does? And then and then you can get like a sense of, of who okay. he is. Okay. Tell me what he do. He happens upon his niece mm-hmm. with her hands cut off and her tongue cut out. Uh-huh. And then he proceeds to make a speech about it for two pages. What does he say While about she's it? Bleeding out. What is he saying <laughs> about it? Um, stuff like this. Okay. Oh, had the monster seen those lily hands tremble like aspen leaves upon oh. a lute, and made the silken strings delight to kiss them, he would not then have touched them for his life. And she's like, oh, please she's like, help me. Let me go to a hospital. <laughs> He's like, hang on, one more page. <laughs> or had he heard the heavenly harmony which that sweet tongue hath made, he would have dropped his knife and fell asleep. Oh my God, take Severus me. At the Thracian poet's feet. Take me like to a, a hospital. Speech. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> please. Okay, so that is some Someone who loves to monologue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, who loves to monologue? It's M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, so at one point in the speech, he asks why she doesn't speak back to him. <laughs> and as she opens her mouth... Why aren't you reacting to my speech? <laughs> uh, as she opens her mouth, a river of blood flows out. Oh, nice. And down her chin. And this is the point in the play where the first person fainted when I saw it. <laughs> oh my god, people are such little bitches. Yeah, well actually the effects are pretty realistic. But you know, it's not real. They yeah, didn't no. cut out some woman's tongue. Yeah, it was pretty gnarly though. Well, did you see this at the Globe Theater? I sure did. Oh my god. In 2014. In 2014. Oh. So that's the one they filmed as well, so you could see it too. Uh, after Marcus is good and done with his speech, mm-hmm. he takes her to Titus, even though he thinks the sight of her will blind her father. Nice. He's like, we gotta do it. We gotta, gotta do it to him. Yeah. So back in Rome, Titus is beginning... Oh, sorry, is begging. That's a typo. <laughs> Titus is begging the judges to lead... Uh, who are leading his sons away for the murder of Bessianus to spare their lives for the sake of his glories in battle and his old age as well. He's like, I only have three sons left. Yeah, that's all new, buddy. You killed one of them. Yeah, that's true. Um, he says he'll rain tears on the earth so that it will refuse to drink the blood of his sons. Oh. Which is kind of a cool line. But anyway, they leave and he's still going... Uh, until his one remaining son, Lucius, enters with a sword drawn and is like, Dad, you're, they're gone. <laughs> no one's there. <laughs> he Death. says, uh, you recount your sorrows to a stone. Uh, and to this, Titus replies that the stones are softer than the tribunes of Rome. Wow. Yeah. Strong words about Rome. Stone's pretty hard. <laughs> uh, Lucius, the son, unsuccessfully attempts to free his brothers and is banished. <laughs> So he's gone. God damn it, Lucius. You <laughs> son of a bitch. <laughs> you know who Lucius is? It's um, Ed Norton in 
Oh, what's that movie with him and Richard Gere? Oh, I and he's idea. like schizophrenic. Oh, um. Thank you, Isabel. Primal Fear. Yeah, he's Edward Norton before the spoiler alert. Yeah. Before the turn. Yeah. Um, so, so when he tells his dad that he's been banished, Titus calls him a lucky man for escaping the wilderness of tigers that Rome has become. <laughs> oh my god, just leave Rome, you fucking. Oh, there's nowhere else to go, I guess. Yeah, all roads lead to it. So. All roads re- lead to Rome. <laughs> Lavinia enters, and they all look at her and talk about her more while she bleeds out. <laughs> Can someone please just cauterize her hands or something? <laughs> Titus says, What fool hath added water to the sea, or brought a faggot to bright-burning Troy? So um, like, that means, like, a bundle of sticks that are on fire. Oh, does it? <laughs> That's what everyone used to say in 2008, They're like, it's a bundle of sticks. It's your fault if you get offended by it. <laughs> My grief was a at the hate height. Crime. Hang on. My <laughs> grief was at the height before thou camest, and now like Nihilus, it disdaineth bounds. So you know he's like making it all about him. <laughs> he's like, well, it was bad enough, and now I've got this daughter with no hands, no tongue. Who's gonna mm. want her? Yeah, they try to wipe her tears. They talk more about her brothers. Speculate that she knows who really killed Bassianus. Don't wipe her tears. Like cauterize her hands, man. <laughs> the tears uh, are superfluous. Yeah. And continue to not take her to the hospital. <laughs> Like me. <laughs> Finally, Aaron appears to save us from this scene. Oh, here he comes. Um, and to say some more problematic things. Okay. He says, oh, how this villainy doth fat me with the very thoughts of it. Oh, he loves it. He, he loves, loves it. it. He's, just, he's evil. He, he loves He says, it. let fools do good and fair men call for grace. Aaron will have his soul black like his face. Okay, Shakespeare. Yeah. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> oh, my God. So... I mean, I really enjoy Aaron as a character. I think that he's kind of based on a thing that was common at the time when, like, the devil would be on stage. Be a black person? Well, no, he's substituting a black person for the devil, which is his own problematic thing. But, but, like, you would have Vice, like a a personified version of Vice or a devil, just to be evil. Just a complete evil presence. Do you remember the devil getting his freesias in um, Dorian Gray? So they'll just come, they'll do bad things, and they'll be like, ha, 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 I love evil. Is that a scheme I hear? <laughs> exactly. So Aaron is, yeah, Aaron is that, but I guess uh, worse. It's William Shakespeare <laughs> pretending he's ever met a black person. Yeah, pretty much. Um, they're like, what's, what's evil? <laughs> black people. You heard it here first. <laughs> I don't think they did hear it here first. But yeah, that seems to be where Shakespeare's going with this. But that said, Aaron's one of the most clever people in the play, <laughs> and also one of the. Well, funniest. it's not really that hard. It sounds like everyone in this play is literally a himbo. <laughs> That's true. They're all just like, oh, let's hunt this panther. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the whole sequence is pretty special. <laughs> okay, so he has a message for Titus. Aaron has a message for Titus. Well, that tell Titus, it to Titus then. Uh, that if Titus cuts off one of his own hands. Uh, as a show of good faith, I guess, the emperor will spare his sons. Oh, I thought it was like he'll sew it back onto Lavinia's. <laughs> like She's one pair one pair of handprints he crawled through the sand. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Titus is like, well, why the fuck not? Like this may as well happen today. And while Marcus and Lucius offer their hands instead. Titus is like, sure, he, and he sends them off for an axe. But while they're gone, he gets Aaron to cut off to cut off his hand instead. How many hands do these people have now? There's just a bag of hands walking around. <laughs> well, no, here. that Lucius and um, he like sent Lucius and Marcus 
off on a goose chase to get an axe so that he can give them his hand and they don't. So there's at least three severed hands floating around. I think three severed body parts at this point, yes. Four, if you count the tongue. Four, yes, that's right. Well, he only cut off one hand, right? He needs the other one to... Or did he cut off both? No, he only only cuts off one. Well, I'll tell you what happens. Oh, yes. So (laughs) they've gone out to look for an axe and then uh, while they're gone, Titus goes to Aaron and he's like, uh, lend me thy hand and I will give thee mine. Which is a phenomenal line. What is it? I didn't hear it. Um, so he's basically trying to get Aaron to cut off his hand for him. So he says, lend me thy hand. As in, give me a hand. Yeah. With and cutting. I will give you mine. <laughs> <laughs> Let me a hand so you can have mine. Exactly. God. Um, which is a line that people fucking hate. <laughs> yeah, see, listen. I, I think it's fine. I have watched a fair share of like disaster movies, 90s movies, Cellular starring Chris Evans three times in the last 10 days. Really? Don't worry about it. Okay. And, <laughs> and I can tell you with absolute certainty that this is a shit watch. Yeah. This play is meant to have car chases. It's yeah. meant to have... Um, uh, what is that called? Lens flares. It's yes. It's supposed to be directed by Michael Bay. Yes. Like, exactly. Like people, it's just not appreciated in its time. I, well, it was, and then it was unappreciated for like the this entire nineties. This is the time. <laughs> this is the time it gets. It, it, it's having its time again. We're Here bringing it back. Today. Yeah. <laughs> but of course, Aaron was actually fucking with him, um, and a messenger returns with the severed heads of Quintus and Martius. <laughs> <laughs> you like that? <laughs> He's just like, <laughs> he's like, oh, he can't even hold both their heads because he got one hand. <laughs> yeah, so oh. making, yeah, Titus' sacrifice pointless. Fuck um, yeah. How many separate body parts is that now? Um, okay, Six? so we got Lavinia's hand, two, we've got her tongue, <laughs> we've got Anthony Hopkins' hand, we've got um, two heads. Two heads. So we are on six We're currently. We're a strong round a six. A strong six. Okay. So Titus begins to laugh, just like we <laughs> Much like I did before. Yeah. Uh, he says he can't cry anymore. Um, and he's after revenge now, anyway. Oh, so, now he's yeah, after so revenge. now he's after revenge. He retires to his home with his brother and his daughter. Yeah, he has one son left, and he's been fucking exiled. <laughs> yeah, um, well, he's like, Lucius, while you're gone, raise an army of Goths against Tamara and Saturninus. So we're but, switching sides. Okay, but, like, don't the Goths love Tamara? Well, she... I guess she's the Empress of Rome now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But she was prisoner. Can't they understand? <laughs> I don't I... think... Well, I mean, she's a woman, so probably not. Oh, yeah. No one can really understand. No. So, um, so you know, he hasn't given up yet. Titus hasn't given up yet. He still has one hand. And so. one son. One son. One daughter, if she's still alive somehow. <laughs> like half a daughter. Half a daughter. <laughs> Maybe like a good two-thirds of it. Like a good two-thirds. She still has all the parts that matter. It's all good. <laughs> okay. So, in the next scene, Titus, Marcus, Lavinia, and Lucius... Lucius's son, who's also called Lucius, so we're gonna call him Young Lucius. Oh, I was gonna say Lucius Junior. Lucius, yeah, Junior. L.J. Uh, they have a small banquet, um, for some reason, where Titus feeds his daughter because you know obviously she can't hold a spoon. She um, can't chew. <laughs> she has no tongue. That's a good point. How is she gonna swallow? He's just killing her. Has He's someone a- <laughs> at least localized the it's, bleeding? It's applesauce. Okay. <laughs> And he has to push it down her throat for her, so he just blows with her like a CPR doll. And she's like, can someone please kill me? So, yeah, so she tries to communicate to them through, like, charades. (laughs) She has no hands. (laughs) But 
Um, but apparently Titus thinks he can decipher them. For example, he understands that she will have no drink but her tears. Apparently that's something that she communicates. I, I think not. Uh, Marcus kills a fly, which causes Titus to have a breakdown. <laughs> Um, There's too much death today. Well, he's talking about, like, the parents of the fly. (laughs) (laughs) Mark assumes him by saying it was a black fly. Like Aaron. No, like, if if Aaron was a fly, that would have been him, and I'd killed him. And then Titus is happy um, about that, which convinces Marcus that Titus is mad. Do you know what this banquet is? This is literally that scene in Texas Chainsaw Massacre, (laughs) where she sits down at the dinner table, Mm. and everyone's there. Yeah. And somehow she also has no hands and no tongue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Can so- how is she still alive? <laughs> I don't know. Um, Titus then takes Lavinia and young Lucius away to read sad stories together. He's decided that's what they're going to do. That's fun. That's fun for everyone. Yeah. In the next scene, young Lucius is trying to run away from his aunt Lavinia, who looks like a scary monster. Well, yeah. She's acting crazed, he thinks, but it turns out she just wants the book he's carrying. Ovid's Metamorphoses, which we I think we'll do at some point. Kafka? Uh, Ovid. Oh, I was like, oh, how? Oh. The book he was holding, and it was The Fountainhead. <laughs> the Fountain Hands. The Fountain Hands, and she's like, God! <laughs> so basically, she does get it, and she turns through its pages until she how? reads this. Just, I don't know. There's so much blood on those pages now. I can't even read them. No one, it seems like no one has cauterized her wounds. <laughs> yeah. Um, so she turns through its pages until she reaches the story of Philomela and Tyrius. Sure. Um, Tyrius rapes his sister-in-law, Philomela, and then cuts off her tongue so that she cannot reveal the crime. So she's like, <gasps> this happened. She's like, oh my God, I can relate. Yeah. Well, she shows it to her father. So she's like, this is what's been done to me. Um, and then they kind of understand now. Um, and Marcus urges her to carve the name of the culprits in the sand. So she holds like a stick in her mouth, guiding it with her stump hands. I um, said, just use your toe, woman. Yeah. Well, anyway, she writes, um, she writes, yeah. Saturn and Vase. Uh, Chiron and Demetrius. Yeah. She was right by Chiron and Demetrius. So they all kneel and take a vow not to rest until the treacherous Goths have been made to pay Ooh. with their blood. All right now, on Titus's orders, young Lucius delivers weapons from his armory to Chiron and Demetrius, along with a scroll bearing a quotation of Horace saying, um, "The man of upright life and free from crime has no need of uh, the Moors' javelins or arrows." So basically, it's like an insult saying, "You have these weapons because you need them because you're not because you've done something bad." Oh, because you're not real men. Real men don't <clears throat> rape and yeah. So they don't really get hands. it. They, the insult is lost on the young Goths. I guess they don't speak Latin, but Aaron <laughs> they understands. Speak Latin. <laughs> Aaron notes it. He's figured out that Titus knows about the rape from this. Then a nurse enters with a baby. What? Yeah. Whose baby are it? Uh, it's the bastard son of Tamara and Aaron. Tamarin. Oh my god. Tamarin, yeah. And and obviously it's has dark skin. It's a little black. Right? Yeah. yeah. So the nurse is like Oh, so first of all, Chiron and Demetrius see this and they're livid, right? And they go for Aaron and then you have possibly the best exchange in all of Shakespeare. Please, please. And I'll do it for you. So Demetrius, mm-hmm. villain, what hast thou done? Mm-hmm. Aaron, that which thou canst not undo. Chiron, thou hast undone our mother. Aaron, villain, I have done thy mother. <laughs> you know what this is? This is um, Juno. That's one doodle that can't be undid. <laughs> Home skillet. <laughs> That's exactly what that mm, was. Yeah, and that's so you have villain. I have done thy mother. Absolutely iconic. 
Okay. Uh, they they haven't noticed that their mom was preg- pregnant this whole Guess time. Not. They all demand that Aaron kill the baby before it brings shame to the Empress. And mm-hmm. that's apparently what she wants as well, Tamara. Okay, fair Aaron enough. says it shall not live. Aaron says it shall not die. Oh, okay. What'll it uh, do? Aaron, ironically, is the only good parent in the play and tells the three of them to, to fuck all the way off. He says, uh, he dies upon my scimitar's sharp point that touches my firstborn son and heir. Ah. So yeah, he's a pretty good dad. Pretty good. <laughs> Evil guy, a uh, good dad. Not a bad dad. <laughs> I mean, like the rest of them fucking sell out their kids left, right, left and right. Well, Titus didn't really sell out what's her face. He stabbed one of his kids. No, no, I meant his uh, Lavinia. Oh, sure. Anyway. But she does have no um, hands. And no so he kills the nurse to keep the secret of the child safe. Okay, nice. And that, I think, was the second person who fainted in the version I watched because it was a pretty brutal scene. How'd he kill her? In the, in the version I saw? Yeah. He uh, stabbed her in a very delicate place. Vagina? Yeah, just like all the way up. How? With what, a big knife. Was he like on the bed as well? Well, she was like crawling to get away and he like... Oh, ew, right? Yeah, it was gross. There are better ways to kill someone. That's... Yeah, I think that was just a choice that the director made for, like, shock value. Oh, my God. And it was Who pretty was shocking because then, like, blood came out of her mouth as well. It was like... Oh, sweet. Like, like he got into the stomach and then or something. So you're telling me this performance, this that's on YouTube somewhere? It's it's not on YouTube. You can get it on um, the Globe. The Shakespeare's Globe has, like, a, a streaming service now. And Is it, so it has free? all their stuff. No. It's like 60 pounds or something a year. Ew, is there like a seven day free trial? I don't know. I tried to get onto it for this, but then I couldn't figure it out. Because I want to watch that. I yeah, wanna, I wanna... <laughs> now you're interested. Now I'm interested. <laughs> yeah, so when he kills the nurse, Chiron and Demetrius are convinced to keep Aaron on side. Uh, Aaron's going to head to the Goths and hole up with them to keep his baby safe. Okay. He doesn't realize that they're currently being mobilized against his queen. He tells his baby that he'll nurse him on berries and roots and goat's milk and bring him up to be a warrior and commander king. Oh, that baby's gonna die. (laughs) Back at the Andronicus house, Titus has completely lost his mind at last. (laughs) At last. (laughs) He has Marcus and young Lucius shooting arrows at the stars uh, with, like, petitions to the gods tied to them, like little messages saying, hey. Hey, this sucks. Help. (laughs) Um, Marcus makes the most of the opportunity by advising the men to actually make certain that arrows fall into the court so as to scare the emperor. Ah. So they flag down a passing clown who is apparently bringing two pigeons to the court. Leave the clown alone. (laughs) For the purposes of setting a personal dispute. Oh, I thought he was going to do like an up close trick. (laughs) (laughs) No, he's just just doing some errands. Clown errands. Clown errands. Yeah, just honking around in his big shoes. (laughs) (laughs) Just driving his little... He's a little, little car. <laughs> oh my god. Big shoes. Anyway, um, Titus gets the clown to bring a message of his as well to the emperor with the promise of a hefty monetary reward. In the court, Saturninus is pissed that all these arrows detailing his crimes are now littering the Roman streets. <laughs> the clown enters with the two pigeons in Titus's letter. Saturninus reads the letter and immediately has the clown hanged. Oh. Yeah, so he's gone. We never find out what was in the letter. Oh my god, did he hang the clown with, like, the handkerchiefs, like, in his sleeve? (laughs) (laughs) The last honk. Yes. (laughs) So, next, the messenger Emilius uh, enters with a word that Lucius has gathered an army of Goths and is already advancing on Rome. So, they come in. Saturninus flies into a panic. He's been hearing rumours that the people would support Lucius over himself if it came to a civil war. Tamara calms him by comparing him to an eagle that tolerates the song of smaller birds because he can silence them at will. 
But she's like, you don't have to worry about that, baby. Uh, and then she promises him that she can persuade Titus to entreat Lucius to desist in his war efforts. She's like, I can persuade Titus to get Lucius to back off. Sure. She sends Emilius the messenger to the goth camp to ask Lucius to go to a meeting at the house of Titus. Oh my god, she's gonna kill Lucius. In the goth camp. Um, goth camp. All the tents are black. 2009 goth camp. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Goth Camp is just that music festival that's going to happen in Las Vegas with all those yeah. like emo bands. Yes. Lucius tells the Goths that he's received news from Rome detailing how much the Romans hate their emperor and how eagerly they await Lucius' is coming. The Goths are surprisingly chill. Turns out they're proud to fight alongside the man who once fought against them and promised to follow his lead in the battle. Titus. No, Lucius. Oh, God, they're so easily persuaded, aren't they? Yeah. They're pretty chill Goths. Don't you find? Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> like on the Flinders Street step. <laughs> yeah. uh, a goth soldier has discovered the fugitive Aaron along with his baby in an <gasps> abandoned monastery and brought him back to the camp. <gasps> Lucius's impulse is to hang the father and child, letting the child hang first so that the father will have to watch, which is a bit yikes for the hero of the story. Uh, is it though? The goths bring a ladder and make Aaron climb it, I assume to hang him from. From that position, he makes a bargain with Lucius to preserve the child in mm-hmm. Preserve. Preserve, just like in the in the like, jar. Yeah, to, to save the baby. In exchange for Aaron's knowledge of all the horrors that have occurred. <gasps> like I got so he's the- choosing his baby over his clan. I suppose. Lucius is like, what does it matter if I swear by my gods? You don't believe in that stuff. And Aaron is like, yes, but I know that you do. And you're a weakling with a conscience. Therefore, swear to me, my child will be safe or I won't tell you shit. And he's like, ah, he got me. It's yeah. a pretty good deal. <laughs> When Lucius swears by his gods that he will spare the child, Aaron starts bragging. He reveals the parenthood of the child, the rapists of Lavinia, the murderers of Bassianus, his own trickery to get Titus's hand. <laughs> the gold that he buried. <laughs> yeah, literally. He's like, can I get Finally, that back take, somehow, by yeah, the way? Yeah, and then he takes credit for, like, every event that he hasn't taken credit for. He is like, a blanket, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> he says, uh, I, that I had not done a thousand more evil deeds he's talking about. Even now I curse the day, and yet I think few come within the compass of my curse, wherein I did not some notorious ill, as kill a man or else devise his death, ravish a maid or plot the way to do it, accuse some innocent and forswear myself, set deadly enmity between two friends, make some poor men's cattle break their necks, set fire on barns and haystacks in the night, bid the owners quench them with their tears. He's a menace. He's a little rascal. He's dead (laughs) as the menace. He's just going around, like, peeing on people. He's, like, throwing bags of flaming shit on porches, breaking mailboxes. (laughs) absolutely. And he says, I have done a thousand dreadful things as willingly as one would kill a fly. And And I will do a thousand more. Yeah, and nothing grieves me more heartily indeed, but that I cannot do ten thousand more. Oh my god, that's literally Christina Perry a thousand years. Mm -hmm. But make it evil. But make it evil, yeah. So he's basically just like being the devil in this. Like there's no reason for him to want to be evil like this. He loves loves it. He's a rapscallion. Yeah. So attempted baby killer Lucius is so horrified. <laughs> His new title. <laughs> yeah, attempted baby killer Lucius is so horrified that he has Aaron taken down, claiming that hanging is too good a death for him. Mm-hmm. All right, what are we gonna do with? And him? then they're like, "Please gag him so that he stops talking." <laughs> I just don't want to listen anymore. <laughs> okay, so Emilius the messenger enters then with a request from Saturninus for a meeting. Lucius agrees. Okay. So that's set in motion. Saturn. Oh, that's um James Franco. Yes, okay. that's the emperor. 
in the next scene, Tamora and her sons appear to Titus in disguise. This part is so dumb. What? In disguise? Did they then, put on fake mustaches? What is going on? So they're pretending to be, like, they're masquerading as revenge and her attendants rape and murder. What? And this scene is also played for laughs because it's fucking weird. Yeah, what What are they wearing? I need to picture this. Like, kabuki masks. Like, just something <sighs> weird. And... Then, Are they just trying to make a point? Are they just yeah? Like, they're just Ooh. trying to like spook him or whatever. Um. Oh yeah. Her plan is to. Oh, Tamora says to Titus, who she believes to be mad, that she will punish all his enemies if he will convince Lucius to attend a banquet at Titus's house. Her plan is to wreak confusion among the Goths while their new leader T- Lucius is at the banquet. So she's like, get their leader out of there, and then fuck with the Goths while he's you know not in the mix. Titus, who's not actually mad, but has simply been pretending to be, apparently. Oh, he's also been... Oh my god, he also has a disguise on. Yeah, agrees on the condition that revenge leave rape and murder with him. What? Revenge what? Yeah, so she's revenge. Chiron and Demetrius are rape and murder, apparently. Like, the gods of, or whatever. And who's he? He's he's Titus. He's Titus. <laughs> Damn it. So he's like, okay, revenge, you can go. Leave these two with me. I'll leave like, these. Sorry, yeah. mumbled a bit. Leave my bad, my bad. Two. Um, so she's like, sure. <laughs> so upon Jamora's departure, Titus gets uh, his vassals to gag and bind the two goths. Perfect. With Lavinia holding a basin to catch their blood, <gasps> Titus plays the cook and slits their throats, which is another great special effects scene that looks great. That's true. They just, like, he's just exanguinating now. Exanguinating. Yeah, exactly. I love words. Um, so he elaborates on his plan to grind their bones to dust and make a paste with it. <gasps> with their blood, which he will turn into coffins. <gasps> Sweeney Todd. Yeah, it's a word that also means pie crust. Coffin. Back in the day. Sweeney Todd. It is Sweeney Todd. And it's said that this pun is the entire reason for the play's existence. <laughs> just for the meat pie coffin. Yeah. Okay. For that pun. He's like, he, he had wrote... that idea and he's like, I have to make You know what it is? Someone gave him a prompt and he was like, meat pie <laughs> coffin. And he was like, Fuck, that's good. <laughs> and yeah. he wrote this whole fucking and thing. And then he wrote this whole thing. Um, so yeah, Titus will then bake tomorrow's sons in their coffins and serve the dish to their mother at the yeah. banquet. Oh my god. So now we come to the big climactic scene of the play. Yes, the Start- party, the party. Mm-hmm. Starts with Lucius speaking to Marcus at his father's house. He asks Marcus to take custody of Aaron so they might later get testimony of tomorrow's crimes, get her dealt with. Mm-hmm. Saturninus enters with his empress and is heartily welcomed by Titus, who is dressed like a cook. This is a detail. This is actually detailed in the script. It's very important to Shakespeare that Titus is dressed like a cook. Is he, he well he disguised as a cook? Does he have like a fake Italian mustache on? And he's like, ah, the meatballs. In the version I saw, he had a big chef's hat on. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like meant to be ridiculous, I think. Uh, yeah, like Shakespeare tends to be pretty sparing with his stage directions, but he definitely wrote down dressed like a cook. Yeah, he's like, when it matters, it matters. <laughs> Absolutely. So Titus asks Saturninus if um, Virginus, who's a heroic centurion of legend, should have slain his daughter because she had been raped. Saturninus responds that a girl should not survive her shame. At this, Titus <laughs> kills Lavinia. What? Yeah, he just killed her. What? The emperor is horrified what? and asks why he killed her. Titus responds, not I. T'was Chiron and Demetrius. They oh ravaged my- her, cut away her tongue. And they, twas they that did her all this wrong. How did they um, kill her in the play? Like, how did the did he have like a chef's knife and he was like? <laughs> no, I think he just stabs her like regularly. Or... 
God, she survived no hands, no tongue, and I she know. just gets fucking... Just fucking stabbed by her father. Her stupid dad. Oh my God, he just loves killing his children, doesn't he? <laughs> he does. Child killer. Okay, so Saturninus is like, yikes, go... He doesn't say yikes, but he does say, go fetch them hither to us presently. So he's like, get him, get him over here. And Titus Andronicus says, why? There they are both, baked in that pie, whereof mm. their mother daintily hath fed, eating the flesh that she herself hath bred. Oh, was she eating already? Yeah, she already ate it. That's hilarious. Mm. And with this revelation, Titus stabs the Empress. And then the Emperor kills Titus. And then Lucius kills the Empress. Oh my god. Are you, so it's literally like a train of stabbing. So he stabs the Empress. Someone stabs him. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, a massage like a train. Yeah. But... Uh, Marcus and another nobleman, which is sometimes Emilius, depending on the edition of the play, are grieved by the state to which Rome has fallen. So they just start doing speeches. Um, you know, as Marcus is wont to do. He loves it. Marcus mm. Knight Shyamalan. That's right. Lucius speaks up to defend his actions by citing all the crimes which have been committed against the Andronica. And he's like, I could have killed a baby and I didn't. Yeah. Where is the baby? I don't know. <laughs> what baby? <laughs> it's in New York. Where is the baby? Lost guys? in New York. Um, Marcus asks the judgment of the Roman people, saying that he and Lucius will give up their lives if they are judged to be in the wrong. Mm. To this, Emilius calls for Lucius to be emperor, a call then taken up by Marcus. Lucius accepts, after which he, Marcus, and young Lucius, Jr. What is James Franco doing now that he's not emperor? James Franco got stabbed. Wait, what? So, Hang um, on. Titus, Titus stabbed, stabbed the empress. Yeah, Titus stabbed James Helena. Then James Franco, Saturninus, the oh. emperor, stabbed and Titus. Then Luci- yep, and okay. then Lucius killed Saturninus, yeah. All right, here we go. All Stab right. train. <laughs> so, so Lucius accepts. After which he, Marcus, and young Lucius pay tribute to Titus's corpse. Lucius orders that Aaron be buried breast deep and left to starve to death. But Aaron doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> he says, if I did one, if one good deed in all my life I did, I do repent it from my very soul. <laughs> so he's just like doubling down. You know what the stab train is? It's, it's, a, it's essentially that SNL sketch, the um, dear <laughs> sister. <did> <laughs> just like shooting each other. Absolutely. Okay, so Aaron's um, buried breast deep, apparently. Yeah. At least I didn't do the whole, like, cover him in milk and honey and put him in a boat. Yeah, deal. yeah, let the fucking birds. Yeah. Whatever, yeah. Look, maybe. Lucius, the new emperor, delivers his closing words, which were for Tamora's corpse to be thrown to wild beasts, since she was beastly while she was alive. And he also says he's going to fix up Rome so that shit like this never happens again. Um, good one. And that is the end of the story. Why doesn't this have a sequel? <laughs> I don't know. Tutus. Titus. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Why do people hate this? Yeah, where is the baby? <laughs> well, I don't know. I honestly don't know where the baby is. But it's not dead because Lucius promised not to kill him. Maybe he raises the baby. <laughs> And then he buries the baby. He buries the baby to Steve. Okay. So, closing, closing Marcus remarks. Knight Shyamalan remarks. <laughs> Amazing play. Truly, Rotten Tomatoes, 11% rating. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's literally that. Yeah. It is a shit watch. Can you just feast. imagine, like, tiny Joseph Fiennes, Shakespeare, like, 26 years old. Oh my god, Shakespeare in love? Yeah, first time. <laughs> Writing <in> a... <laughs> this? Just like, I love Gwyneth Paltrow and I love gang rape. <laughs> <laughs> it's like his first time in the big city. He's like, I got a bacon. What do the people want? <laughs> oh my god, you know who he is? He's, um, 
Little Women Joe, you know, when she's writing all those sensational <laughs> yeah. stories. Yeah. And she's like, this is what the people want. Yeah. And then that French guy is like, but is this what you want? And then he's like, no. And then he writes Hamlet. <laughs> and then he writes Hamlet. Mm. And then we get, no, not Lion King. Yes, Lion, yeah, Lion King. King. Yeah. Othello is um, Othello Aladdin. Is, is it really? Well, well Iago, it is Iago, right? but yeah, but it's not the plot. It's not the same plot. It's the exact plot. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck you're talking about. All right. We're literature. Oh my god, we forgot to say. <laughs> hey fine. guys, this was a literature and this was Sam and Sandy. It, yeah, it was. Back on their dumb shit. Uh-huh. And um, if you want to follow us on Instagram... Just look up a literature. You'll probably find it. Dot podcast. Is it dot podcast or is it like dot pod or something stupid? I don't know. We're definitely a literature dot podcast at Gmail though. So if you have uh, emails a, to send us. Well, if you have a story you want to If you have to junk do, mail that you want to forward <laughs> us, please if you, do. If you have any chain letters. If you have if you any save your Viagra mother, pills to sell, please. <laughs> please hit us up. Please. Um... Yeah, and um, we'll see you again soon. Where we're doing uh, this name that is in my ugly names list, Coriolanus. (laughs) (laughs) But in my list, it's President Coriolanus Snow of Hunger Games fame. (laughs) That's right. Maybe we can figure out what that connection is. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And we'll see you for that. And maybe next time we'll mention who we are, what we are, what we're doing, why we're doing it. At the beginning. But maybe we won't, you know. Keep them on their toes. Yeah, keeping it fresh. On their auditory toes. Auditory. Anyway. (laughs) All right. um, Bye. (laughs) Goodbye. I wanted Dune to last forever, and it did. (laughs) (laughs) When did your Twitter turn into like a Dune fangirl account? (laughs) When I watched Dune. (laughs) (laughs) Dune. I'm a Dune girl now. I'm a Dune Dune girl. (laughs)